Nathan. Kelsian. Why do you why do you think that Miamians think they're better than us? Do they think they're better than us? Well, how come no one from Miami listens to this podcast? The Florida Great Woman question. Podcast. Great question. Why are they so fucking above it all? They don't want to learn anything about Florida. I think I see the point that you're driving at here, hun. Are you saying that Miamians don't consider themselves a part of Florida? Yes. That's the question that I'm going to find an answer to in this episode. And uh, that question led me down a million and a half rabbit holes of other questions and answers. And basically, like, what is Miami like? Like, Why is it like that? What's going on down there? Um, And it's kind of fun because I'm going to try to describe this to you who have not been to Miami. I've never been to Miami in my life. Yeah. I'm a fucking pasty white midwestern corn-fed boy miami is about as far as you could possibly get from where i grew up i'm not acquainted so um (laughs) here i gotta ask you is that true in your experience do miamians just fucking wipe their ass with the rest of florida yes people tend to label new yorkers as being like above it all and like being fucking full of themselves and like yeah, I mean it's true. New York is the best, but you know, but I don't think that we're. I don't think it's actually true that we can like we walk around acting like we're better than other places. I don't think so either. And we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk all about New York okay. as well as Miami. And when you do, when I do take you to Miami for the first time, mm-hmm. then we're gonna see what rings true, what what rings false. You know, for you after you've experienced it. So you're going to listen to me talk about it and then you're going to see that was a bunch of bullshit or, oh my God, she was so right. I can't wait. It's like a field trip. Yeah, it'll be a field trip. So to be fair, I have not been to Miami that many times. Like it's truly been a handful of times. I went once with my mom when I was 13. That was my first trip to Miami. Nice. We went to a fancy hotel. All of the... um. The service workers were Italian. Okay. Um, and you know, like it had from Italy or like, like culturally Italian? No, like from Italy. Dang. Like fresh off the boat from Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it had like a nice pool and I remember she took me for breakfast. They had like hotel breakfast, but then when she found out that the yogurt parfait was like eighteen dollars, she wouldn't let me get it because <laughs> she rightly knew I was going to take one bite of that thing. And yeah, you little eating disorder. Ass yeah, person. and not eat the rest. And she was like, "That's not worth it." Eighteen fucking dollars for a parfait. You're not you going to eat it anyway. Um, and my mom's little right. thirteen-year-old right. ass got ogled at the beach in my bikini. Of course. And did. my mom's reaction was just kind of like, "Ooh, I have a pretty daughter. This is so fun." <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And then, as a fourteen-year-old, I did two and a half months at the Miami City Ballet as an apprentice, sort of like an intensive study program for that's like. That's so fucking junior... cool. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it was. It was really fun. 
We stayed in like dorms. We ran wild. We like walked to the mall. We walked all over town. Like we, when we were not doing ballet, like we were incredibly unsupervised. Oh my God. You guys were like a ballet gang. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Fuck. It was fully, fully insane. Like I pierced my friend Danielle's belly button with an unsterilized. You did it? Yeah. You pierced your friend's belly button? With an unsterilized safety pin. Jesus Christ. And she was like, I mean, she was in pain, obviously. Yeah, did she And it's not like I could get it all done, like, in one swoop, like you would if you went and there was a piercer's gun, you know? It was, like, slow. Ew. It took, like, a half hour to get it all the way through her belly button. But she wanted it to be done. I was like, let's stop. She was like, no, do it. (laughs) You got to push it all the way through. Yeah. Oh, my God. And that must got, have been a horrifying textural experience. Yeah, a week later it got infected. Of course it did. Yeah. <laughs> oh my um, God, you guys are idiots. And then two years after that, she got pregnant and she dropped out of high school. She did? Yeah, God Danielle. God damn. She was a beautiful dancer. She I wonder impulsive. what you're up to. Very impulsive. There you go. Yeah. Um. Someone, I remember someone on that trip, like someone, some other ballet apprentice, like told on me that I wasn't eating, like fucking tattled or something. I was going to say, I bet that dorm was, not a cornflake was eaten in that fucking dorm. I know. Not an apple was eaten in that dorm. I mean, honestly, the other girls were... You were a gang of like hungry, dead-eyed ballet dancers. Weirdly, not the other other girls. Really? Not the people I hung out with. I'm surprised. I've considered, honestly, I've considered banning our children. If we have girls or boys who want to do ballet, banning them from doing it because it just... Like and gymnastics too. Like nobody eats. Yeah. All you guys are fucking hungry all the time. Can't I be know, having but that. But they're such great sports. Ballet is so. Oh my gosh! It is good for you. It's so good for you. It's so good for your body. It's so good for your posture. True. Like your true. like bone and ligament growth. To and health. this day, people think that you're several inches taller than you actually are. That's so all true. the time. You're like Every five time. three. People think that you're like five 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 six just because of how straight you stand. Yeah. How up you are. Yeah. You have great posture, babe. Thank you. And I just, yeah, I just think it's really beautiful. It connects you to like music. It connects you to, connects you to like classical music. Like there's so much expression that you learn and like how, you know, the, the placement of like your fingers can change like the entire dance or whatever. Well, if what you're telling me is true and you don't necessarily develop an eating disorder just from being involved, then... Okay, I could see it. I could see it being an option. I could see it. No, yeah, I I don't think it was ballet's fault. But they like so our like chaperone, and I'm using that very loosely. Yeah, was like an NYU student who was like doing this for her like summer. Oh, she gig. didn't give a fuck. No, she was like she pulled me into her like little dorm, and she was like, "Yeah, I ha- I have one too. Um, you you good? Oh, <laughs> wait, really? Oh, that's awesome. She yeah, was a she homie. Was like, I had one too. It's not good. Like you need to eat. I know everything about it, and I totally get it. I really get it. Yeah. Other people probably don't get it, but I do. Well, you were. But you should you should eat something. She was a homie. What's yeah. a female homie? Homestress. She homestress. was a home. She was such a homestress for that one. Yeah. She fucking she clocked you. Yeah, she clocked me hard. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. But you were like a creepy little kid on the internet too. You were like browsing, lurking those goddamn forums that yeah, were all yeah, about yeah. Like, how Pro to Anna. Not Pro yeah. Anna. That Ugh. was so of my exact age. Like if you're if you're in your early thirties, late twenties, like you you know what a pro Anna site is. And you're a girl, granted. Yeah, or a gay right. boy, I guess. I don't know. Um, but mostly girls, yeah. And Jeez. it was like thin spell, like Ugh. 
<sighs> there's a thing called like Fitzbo. It still like survives on like Instagram and Fitzbo's a little different but it's, though because no, you gotta it's have totally muscles, different. But it came right? from Thinspo. Oof, gross, yeah. gross, gross, gross. There was also I feel a like serial should... killer running around Miami that summer. That summer? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, and so were we. God damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a serial killer and a group of ballerinas. <laughs> like <laughs> that's like a serial killer's dream, isn't it? Just like a gaggle of like little girls. Yeah. Beautiful little ba- ballet dancers. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, it was terrifying. really fun. It was like this really elite program. I was super lucky to like be accepted into and it was just really it was really awesome. Listeners, I don't know if you know this but your host Kelsey Ann has some fucking hidden skill sets that she I don't know why she doesn't brag more but like goddamn, she was like a near Olympic level gymnast. She fucking did ballet at a high like a professional fucking level. It's crazy. It's crazy the shit that I'm still learning shit about her. And I've been with her for nearly a decade now. It's crazy. And then I went to Miami as a 17-year-old to audition for the University of Miami's acting school. Ah, did you I get did in? not get into the acting program. Boo, fuck you, I University of Miami. I did get into the theater program. Yeah, but it's not the same thing. Not the same. I'm gonna no, go learn how to you. make wigs. No, Disgusting. fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> that's a pity it's a no pity no invite. it's a noble profession yeah but it was a pity invite yeah that's um go where you want it but we went shopping i think that's like coconut grove or something coral gables i don't know miami people you tell me but i think it's one of those it's like a little posh like it's around this very yeah. posh area with like shopping and like salads and stuff and we did all that nice. place um, where you could buy a rolex probably definitely definitely yeah. we we ate cuban food at this place that uh they did not they did not speak English. Like, oh, that's not, the best. Not one person that in there fucking rocks. knew a lick. I love it. Yeah, and but they fucking they were so nice. They were just yeah. like, all right, like okay. here they are, and we can't speak to them, and they can't speak to us. But, but we're gonna figure this out one yeah. way or another. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. And it was the food was obviously yeah, of course. That's incredible. the food is the best, yeah. the best. Also, Cuban food in general, just Ugh. fuck me up, dude. Yeah. What was that place we went to in Sarasota? Shout out to uh, Mirna's. Mirna's, yeah. Mirna's Cafe, mm-hmm. right next to the airport. It was kind of like that. They spoke English. Yeah, they did. But yeah, yeah it, oh, Mirna's is so good. So also, Rincon in Sarasota as well. Rincon, They're both in Sarasota. Yep. Hell yeah. Yeah, shout out. Um, And Ooh. then my most recent time I was in Miami was just this past year. Is when that so? I got kicked out of the, the island nation of... The island and nation of bleep. I'm going to bleep that, remember? Because oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. signed an NDA about that billionaire yeah, yeah, wedding so you were working on. Um, but they rerouted me through Miami, and my poor mother had to drive down from Sarasota to come fucking Fuck. pick me up at Miami International was so Airport. so fucked up As what if they her did day wasn't fucking stressful enough. They falsely accused you of drinking on the job yeah. with absolutely no evidence. Kicked you out without a second to fucking f- fight no. for your case. no. Um, screwed you out of hundreds, maybe even a thousand dollars of wages like you were supposed to get, yeah. and then fucking just put you on a boat with nobody and no help, except and for a spy. A spy, yeah. They sent one of their little agents to like spy on you, make sure you weren't like planning on fucking filing a lawsuit or whatever. And they they put you on the ferry over to other bleep island nation, yeah, and yeah. then on a fucking little plane to Miami which isn't even where they said they were sending you home to see your sick father um liars but they, they didn't, didn't even send you me. home they just found out I was from Florida and they were like Miami will okay be fine. Miami works and I was like actually no it's hours it's away a big state. and they were like well sorry 
Sorry, you're going to Miami. Okay. I was like, okay. They just That's put, insane. They forced you to be in Miami. Yeah. Like against your will. They put you on a boat and put you on a plane and said, sorry, you're going to fucking Miami. Technically, I was can't trafficked. Yeah, That's you were technically trafficked. Um, they also, the, the fucking border patrol did think I was being trafficked because they searched the shit out of me. Yeah. And well, no, bags. they thought you were trafficking. True. They thought I was trafficking. Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. you were, you were what down in Island nation for, for like, like a day or two and then yeah, for like come three back, days. Yeah. You have one suitcase. Exactly. Like, yeah. I bought my ticket. Single or, female. I didn't buy it. Someone else bought it for me, which is uh-huh. also highly suspicious. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, it was Purchased like less than 12 hours before the flight left, which is also highly suspicious. Anyway, (laughs) um, so yeah, I mean, it was, it had horrendous traffic at the airport. Yes, at 10, 30, 11 at night, bumper to bumper. Crazy. All throughout Miami. Nuts. Just scary stuff, dude. Wow. Um, Weirdly, when I was in... I, you, you would watch, like I would put the TV on when I was trying to sleep for a little white noise and it would only be Miami local news. Right. right. I don't know if that's maybe cause I was staying at a hotel. So like maybe they don't think that I'm interested in like local news, but I am. And it was weird. It was all from Miami. So, so that's all to say that I've only been to Miami a handful of times, even though one of them was like an extended period of time, Yeah, you know, yeah, multiple yeah, yeah. months, but still. Um, so what I do want to figure out in this episode mm-hmm. is let's get back, let's get back to the question. Why do we have no Miami listeners? <laughs> and Nathan, you nailed it. It's because people from Miami do not consider themselves to be from Florida and their ignorance about the geography of the rest of the state is pronounced. Okay. Yeah. I've actually, I will liken this to people from Long Island, New York. I don't know what it is, but they act this way too. They don't know where anything is in the rest of the state. Anything at all. They don't know where Brooklyn is. I swear. If you're from No, if you're from Hempstead, if you're from Aquabog, if you're from fucking Port Jeff, Port fucking whatever, Oyster Bay bullshit, you don't know you don't know anything. You don't know anything about Manhattan. You don't know anything about like Poughkeepsie. Heaven forbid. You know, it's really weird. They're just, they have, they have Long Island brain. That's funny. I've often heard that same critique leveled at New Yorkers, like no, Manhattanites. No, no, Manhattanites know every town upstate. We you know think so? most towns in Jersey. Well, Manhattanites all have like a little house in Saugerties or yeah, whatever, you know. So they I mean? know it though. But I don't think, I, I don't know. I don't know. Cause you remember we met that one lady, we were down at like the, we were in Dumbo like next to where the ferry comes uh-huh. and we were waiting to, t- we we're going to take the ferry to Manhattan. And there was this lady who was standing there. She was like, I just don't come to Brooklyn. I, did, I, I, I only stay in Manhattan. I heard, I've heard it was dangerous here, but it, it's quite lovely. Actually, it's quite, it's quite nice. I guess, I guess you know it depends I mean? on, it depends on the person, obviously, yeah. but I love generalizations. I love sweeping broad strokes. <laughs> I know and I think that that's one of the Racist. broad strokes, strokes I'm going to stand behind okay um so for instance like if you meet someone in new york and this has happened to me so many times if you meet someone in new york and you ask them where they're from and they're from miami they will always say miami they will never say florida that's a good fucking point that's absolutely true because they think of miami as being separate from florida where would you say what would you say would you say i'm from Fort Myers? No, I would say Florida. I'm from Florida. I guarantee, listeners, 
DM me if I'm wrong. If you're from a town in Florida that is outside of Dade, Broward counties, you, when asked abroad or in just the greater United States where you're from, tell me you wouldn't just say Florida. Tell me you wouldn't tell that person, I'm from, I'm from Panama City. I'm from St. Augustine. I'm from Naples. I don't think he would say that. I think he would say Florida, except for if you're from Miami, you will say Miami. Fascinating. Yeah. I guess it kind of makes sense if we're to, if we're to like think about that, they see Miami as the only place of note. Yeah. The only place that you would talk about. about. Yeah. 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 Okay. So this is the script, Nathan, right? Yeah. You're meeting someone that you don't know. Me. Yeah. Yeah. You're meeting someone you don't know. Okay. Let's say in New York. Great. Go for it. So I will say, I'll say, oh, like that, that's so great. Where are you from? Uh, Kansas. Oh, no way. Me too. Oh, yeah? Where in Kansas? Uh, Wichita, but I went to school in Lawrence. Oh, cool. My parents went to school there. Uh, I grew up in Kansas City. Nice. Small world. Okay. That's how yeah, it would yeah, go. Yeah, right. That, that's, that's pretty traditional, I'd say. Yeah, totally. Or it could go something like this. Yeah. So where are you from? I'm from Kansas City. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I'm from Topeka. Oh, cool. Yeah. I used to have swim meets there. Yes, or, totally. Or fucking whatever. Or, totally. oh, cool, I've never been to Topeka, but, like, I've actually driven through on the way right, to my grandma's right. house. Fucking whatever. We, I can relate to them because we both came from a, the same geographical area. And you're not in that geographical area. You're somewhere and else. And we're having a, com- a normal conversation. Yeah. Got it. So okay. this is what it's like to be talking to someone from Miami. Okay. Oh, oh, you went to NYU? That's so cool. Where are you from? Miami. Oh, shit, really? I'm from Florida. I'm from, I said I'm from Florida. Okay. <laughs> or wow, it, yeah, it, it could shit. go something like that. It could go something like this. You're from Miami. Yeah. I'm a Florida girl too. You're from Miami? No, um, Fort Myers. F- Fort Lauderdale? No, um, F- Fort Myers. Florida. Where's that? Wow. Yeah. Jeez. You gave me this script. It was very unpleasant to be the Miami person. I have to say that. It yeah. didn't feel right at all. It felt, very, it felt mean. Are it people is. from Miami mean? I think so. Yeah? I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say it. I think so. They're fucking mean? But guess what? I'm not the only person who thinks that. Is that so? Yes. So, you know, I it's just it's just astounding how little they want to talk to you about Florida by the way yeah it, it, insane it, the way that you set that up made it sound like they fucking don't like Florida like they they don't want you to talk about it yeah yeah and like talking about how insular Miami can be uh-huh. like I've known people who've grown up in Miami who have never gone to any other part of Florida like seriously at all. like maybe they've been to Disney World once when they were six but like that's it. Like, they just don't, you don't think see the it, point. Like, don't you think it would be weird if you had never gone anywhere in Kansas except for Kansas City? Yeah, it would be supremely weird. It would be so strange. Yeah. But in Miami, it's not that uncommon. You just swim, you're a fish in a pond and you just swim around in the pond. Yeah. And, you never... and maybe you've, you know, you've, maybe like you've vacationed in Puerto Rico or like right. you've maybe even gone abroad. Like maybe you studied in London or something, or maybe like you, you've been to New York City. You've, yeah, you yeah. maybe you've been to Austin, Texas. Who knows? But you have not <laughs> you've been. never been to fucking Daytona Beach. Ever. Wow. And you don't know where it is either. <laughs> That's really If funny. it's anywhere north of 
Fort Lauderdale, you're lost. You have no idea. You know, it's funny. It's funny that Miami is not the capital and that the capital is, in fact, Tallahassee. I know. It's weird. You know? Tallahassee yeah. doesn't like... It's funny when... It's like how the state, the capital of New York is Albany. Like, what the fuck is in Albany? There's Literally nothing. nothing. I yeah, hate Yeah, there's nothing Albany. there. It's like a yeah. small fucking town, too. Yeah. We were just there. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Albany stinks. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, it's yeah. the worst. It's um. So, yeah. Like... Truly, Miami Miamians mm-hmm. are known for being rude. Really? And they don't even defend themselves. It's bizarre. Because people level that criticism at New Yorkers all the time. Definitely. And a New Yorker will jump down your throat about it. Yeah, they will. I mean, we will defend this to our dying day. That we are not actually rude. And it's just like a misunderstanding. We're just direct. Yes. (laughs) That's true. And I'll get to that actually later. But um, yeah, I, you know. I'm I making fun of Miami. I'm joshing, that. but you know, not all Miamians, but still, it's most of you guys. Man. And you guys know it too. That's why you don't defend yourselves about it. That thing about New York, though, I wholeheartedly believe that. Even when somebody's yelling like, fuck you, like that from across the street, they, it's nicer than, the, let's say, here's the meanest city on the East Coast, in my opinion, mm. is fucking Philadelphia. Philly is so nasty. People are why nasty are they, in Philly. Why are they so upset all the time? I don't know, man. I They're agree fucking with you. mean. Yeah. yeah it's it's like a way of life down Horrible interactions there. in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And I know the difference, too, because it's not like Boston, like, ribbing you and, like, being kind of, like, rude to, like, yeah, be, to be buddy, funny. buddy. Yeah, I'm or down with York, that. Or New York, where everyone's just screaming at each other, but we're not actually that pissed off. Oh, no, Everyone's no. just screaming because we're in New York. Because that's what we do. We yeah. yell. Yeah. And but I fucking know the difference in Philadelphia. There's there's hatred in their hearts. There's evil, brotherly love. My fucking ass. Okay. Anyway, back to Miami. So, Miami was voted the rudest city in America <laughs> from Travel and Leisure really? magazine. Yes, Miami, Florida. It says. Last year's runner-up is now top dog when it comes to our readers' impressions of rudeness. It's hard to imagine how anyone could be in a bad mood here, what with the city's perennial tropical weather and pristine beachfront real estate. After all, it ranked as one of the best cities in the country for a beach getaway. But maybe it's Miami's display of luxury, from gleaming new condos to couture boutiques that turned off travelers. In addition to rudeness, the city has a pretty high snob score. Definitely. So I'm just trying to figure out, like... Rude? Why? Like what? Yeah. Why? What do they do that constitutes rudeness? Yeah. Yeah. And like, why, why are they known for that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So one really major thing uh-huh. that I think is worth pointing out What's that? is that rudeness could potentially be confused with a language barrier or a different cultural custom. Oh no, that's a good point. In Miami, totally specifically. So like the diversity Miami is known for might be like the key to why it's known for rudeness because it could actually just be perceived rudeness right um so i read this article it's with celebrity chef ralph pagano of naked taco miami beach okay i have so many things to say first (laughs) of all i I have an objection already i'm interrupting myself because he first appeared on tv on gordon ramsay's hell's kitchen which like isn't that a bad thing how do you on become Hell's Kitchen? Yeah. How do you become like a no, celebrity no, 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 no. chef after You're that? You're thinking of Kitchen Nightmares. 
Okay. Hell's Kitchen is the competition where he gets all the chefs and they, you know, they they all work. There's a red team and a blue team and they're all screaming at one another. All right. My yeah. bad. My bad. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry, Ralph. I Because then I found out that he later competed on Iron Chef and I was like, what a journey. What a champ. What a journey. <laughs> he was known on TV as a chef that had a restaurant that was so damaged that he needed help from Gordon Ramsay. But he actually, you know, he rose from the ashes and he ended up competing. Iron fucking chef. chef but no okay so okay yeah, anyway that. so he's an accomplished <laughs> chef then fuck me um but second of all he's famous for being the chef of a taco joint like that cannot be good right no i, I don't know a taco joint in miami i'm i'm a like little... an italian like new york born like chef of tacos like i don't think tacos need a chef i agree i yeah i agree i i tacos are a perfect street food like if you get them in Los Angeles, you get them in Chicago, you any place with a big Mexican population. Yeah. You the, the complexity and the thought that goes into like let's call them traditional tacos. Like yeah. Street food. It's, it's so complex. Wild. It's so yeah. immense. Yeah. The salsas, the the preparations of the meat, the marinades. I mean it's a really simple yeah. format, but man, it really takes a lot of thought and effort and work to make it. And it's it. like because it's unfolded over yeah. like decades and like you know what i mean like they've had a lot of time to like perfect these recipes and have them grow organically out of like mixed cultures and like right right exactly i would consider here's the thing i would consider a person who makes like traditional like street tacos in mexico like really good ones i would i would call them a chef i would say that they are a chef and that the amount of culinary like thought and detail that goes into that stuff rivals any i would call them a fucking assassin yeah, right. <laughs> like, totally, totally. Fucking killer for hire. Oh like, my they god! Are Do you remember? Just... You remember those tacos we had in Los Angeles? The tacos yes. La Gelaguetza. So good. A, a truly like a transcendental experience. Fucking. I mean, so, tacos really so, are so amazing. Blessed by God. Yeah, but I can imagine that this guy runs a taco truck that sells like fusion tacos. I'm sure and stuff of it. Like that. I'm sure of it. Anyway, Korean, like kimchi. Then he opened up a naked crab or something, or like, and then like a naked tiki. So now it's like a. It's, it's like a whole a thing. Shane, it's a whole thing. Yeah, restaurant family. Nate and I have predictably been getting very into tiki these days. Just let everyone know. <laughs> letting the audience in a hetero couple without children yet living in brooklyn <laughs> getting into tiki it's perfect um so also chef ralph one more thing about him uh he was opening a restaurant in bimini in the bahamas oh yeah when he suffered life-threatening burns prepping food oh my god there was like an explosion jesus christ and he he says he thought he was gonna die and he blacked out and he opened his eyes and he was already outside the building oh my god and he had to be rushed uh to to a burn center in miami Fuck, and they like dude. saved his legs and he was in there for months getting skin grafts jesus. and shit whoa and he implemented taco tuesdays at the hospital oh my god that's fantastic yeah Jesus Christ, though. I can't believe he got his fucking legs blown off almost. Yeah. Yeah, commercial really, kitchens really are scary, man. So a scary. lot of so ways dangerous. to die in a commercial kitchen. Anyway. Anywho. Anyway. So he says that, like, quote, we have a language differential that many other American cities don't have. The truth is that people come to our city and aren't prepared for a server or shop owner to lead in Spanish. And if you're going to come to Miami... 
you should know that or bring a Rosetta Stone or better yet, have a local beer guide, he says. Definitely. Definitely. I think that's legit. I think that's fine. So I think it's like maybe people come there without really understanding what Miami is and they just think they're coming to the US or, you know. It's not America. In the same way that like New York isn't really America. Yeah. Or like Hawaii isn't really America. I mean, they predate America and their culture is to themselves. Yeah. Like New Orleans kind of isn't America, really. I feel that way about New Orleans. Yeah, I feel like New Orleans is not Louisiana. I mean, it definitely has like, it has bits and pieces of that culture Mm -hmm. woven into it, but Mm -hmm. it's a tapestry of all this other stuff too, and it makes it so different from like the surrounding areas, I find. Yeah, absolutely. I fucking love New Orleans. Yeah, so good. Anyway. um, Um, Yeah. Yeah, but you go into America, Mm -hmm. America, right? And it doesn't matter whether you wind up in Ohio or Sacramento or fucking, you know, Nebraska or fucking Virginia. It's all going to basically be the same. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another reason why like people consider those from Miami or those living in Miami to be rude yeah. is is sort of just diagonally associated with this, which is that like if you don't know Spanish, mm-hmm. some of the most interesting parts of the city are pretty much inaccessible to you. Absolutely. Like that hole in wall place that's been there forever. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, so much of the cultural fabric of Miami is rooted in Hispanic culture. Mm-hmm. So like not speaking Spanish means that you aren't able to access or participate in some of these like... Fucking A. Yeah, absolutely. Gems. Absolutely. And that can make the city feel a little soulless and it, it can make it hard for you to connect or find any sort of like community or yeah. f- find any sort of like grounding, yeah. you know, if you don't speak Spanish. I think that, yeah, Chef Pagano is right on. I. You notice, you notice too, when you're talking to somebody in a language that they don't understand, often it's like, you look at them, like their facial features are like shut down, like they, because they're, they're translating in their head. It's like kind of nerve wracking. It's like a little bit awkward and weird. And so, but they're trying to be polite. So they shut down. You could easily mistake that for rudeness. You know what I mean? Like, um, I like there's these videos online that I watch of like, there's this guy who's a polyglot, right? And I speak three languages, but this guy speaks like 20, you know what I mean? And he speaks like all these different dialects of Chinese and stuff. And what he'll do is he'll go to like, you know, a Chinese restaurant and he'll order in English and then he'll slip in a phrase in like Fujianese or whatever. And you cannot imagine how quickly these people go from being like totally shut off. Like they know the English phrases like, do you want napkins or whatever? Or like Mm -hmm. what size or like to go but like they don't really speak English, English, English. They speak Chinese very f- much more fluently than mm-hmm. they would speak English at all. So when he switches into Chinese and they know that he can speak Chinese with them, all of a sudden, all of that drops and it's like everything's, it's all smiles and buddy-buddy and everything's friendly. And like you could mistake that initial phase as rudeness, but really it's just like they feel helpless and they can't communicate they can't, to you in English. Yeah, they can't connect with you because... And any any attempt to do so will just be null and void because they only know a few phrases so they can only do what they can do. Right. And I agree. Like, I think people's true, like, personalities really come out in their native tongue. And, like... When you can be fluent, you can express yourself. And so your personality can come out. Yeah. Exactly. And like you said, that, that moment of blankness, even 
just processing, like yes, processing exactly. the language, yeah. trying to translate it in your head, fixing something before you say it and then saying it. And exactly. it's like, it could exactly. seem like they're ignoring you or something. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, but yeah, so, so he, good point. Totally. Right. Good point. And he also says like, um, he says New Yorkers get the same rap because yeah, for sure. they know where they're going and visitors can get caught up in the wave. And he says, Miami's a very friendly city. We love visitors. And if you don't agree, go fuck yourself. Nice. But I think that's spoken like a true New Yorker and not someone from Miami. Interesting. Like to point out that he's from Jersey. Um, so there is a list of, in 2022. Oh, yeah? Okay. A new one just came out. It Miami just got kicked. It got kicked? Down to number 15, baby. 15? Want to know what's number one? I wonder if it's because during the pandemic, all the New Yorkers moved down there and then brought themselves into the cultural milieu. And so the people making the list who are from New York, like, <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, yeah. Miami's not that bad now that all the fucking New Yorkers moved down there and kicked yeah. all the natives out. <laughs> Maybe, honestly. Interesting. It really could be. Okay, so it's at number 15, but what, what's the list? What's this list like? What's number one? New York, New York. Fuck off. Exactly. Absolutely not. Kick rocks, kid. It's absolutely Fuck not you. true. And I want to. I do want to take this time, and I know this is a Florida podcast, but I do want to take this time to just lay out all the reasons why New Yorkers are not rude. It's, so, it's not true. It's a total... It's, it's a, a fallacy. Absolutely. Yeah. What, is the, what does the article say? Well... This article doesn't say anything about it. Just it's just it's a it. list. And then it sort of like touches on a few things right, that have right, changed right. or whatever. But so, um, and I guess in 2021, so Miami was like 2020. And then mm-hmm. 2021 was LA was number one. And then New York kicked them out of number one. Yeah, baby, we're number one. Number one. Number one, rudest city. 27 rings. No. <laughs> But um, I really think that like the argument about New York being rude, it, it, it exactly parallels the argument about Miami being rude. And it's because it's about what is considered rude in that specific place. Yes, I cannot you stress ca- this enough. You cannot be a tourist, come to a place... And then misinterpret literally how that place works. And that place is given rituals and customs as yeah. being rude because they're not like how yours how are. How you like them at home. Yeah. Exactly. And in fact, if you're a tourist and you come to New York City and everyone's being rude to you all day long, you want to know what's going on? You're fucking up the New Yorker's day. That's literally what it is. You're being rude. If everybody around you is an asshole, you're the asshole. Yes. That's fucking words to live by. Mark yes. my words. If you come to New York and everyone in New York is being rude to you, it's because you're standing in the way, you're going too fucking slow, you're blocking the exit, you're not making a decision on the menu before you get up to the register, you're not speaking clearly enough, you're wasting everyone's fucking time. Yeah. You're you're being rude. Well, it's New York, you know, time is very precious. A lot of us have not me, but yeah. a lot of us have high pressure jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Not you anymore, baby. Or um, you know, we it's it's a very fast-paced city. Our time is very very precious to us. Yeah. So, what's What's not rude in New York is being super direct with someone, exactly. telling it exactly like how it needs to be said in the quickest way possible. Mm-hmm. And that is considered polite. So like 
getting out of people's way. Exactly like you said, knowing what you want to order before you get up there. Exactly. What is considered rude, a little bit, frankly, is, well, at the Dallas airport. Oh, hello. Well, oh what? I Well, I don't know. Now, oh that's perfectly God. acceptable in Dallas. Understand that that's the custom in the South is that if you're not going to act like that, then you are being rude. Yeah. But in New York, don't bring that behavior to us and tell us that that's what politeness is because it's not polite for our lifestyle. No, it's, it's not. It's in everyone's way. Exactly. It's wasting everyone's time. Like That's rude. You're being entitled to all of our time and space right now. Quick aside about that. It's funny though because it was really bugging me at the Dallas airport because the Dallas airport was so fucking busy and crowded. You might as well have been in like a, a subway station. Yes. You know what I mean? It was like people need to be moving quickly in this environment. Yeah. So I don't think it was totally in the wrong to like be beef with the Southern cultural traditions. Anyhow, you're absolutely fucking right. Like if you want to ask somebody for directions... You don't come up to them and say, excuse me, uh, my wife and I are visiting from out of town and we were just no, wondering. No, we're, we're going to think you're trying to ask us for money or scamming us. So yeah, we, literally. We'll probably walk away from you. Exactly. But that's not considered I would think that you were trying to steal culture. my phone or something like that. Yes, you know me too. I mean? That you were doing some sort of fucking, someone's walking up behind me about to mug me. Exactly. That's what exactly. I'm going to think. You're yeah, steal your purse from behind. Exactly. That's right. So what you need to do when you come to New York, if you're asking for directions, say, hey, where's Carnegie Hall? And someone will absolutely help you. In fact, we fucking get off on it. It gives yeah. us a little boner. <laughs> yeah, we do. To, like, the city is so complex and big and, like, navigating the subway is, like, such a massive feat that when you get it down, like, it gives you a little boner to, like, be right about something. Like, yeah. somebody needs a direction to get somewhere and you just know it, like, the back of your hand. Ooh, that gets me fucking hard. It gets me pumped. I'm So I'm going to read from a little article. It says... New York is also a city where the American fatuation with the combustion engine has been replaced by walking and public transportation. This is a small city geographically mm -hmm. with an extensive system for getting you where you need to be without a car. That's right. And add to that ton of people and it's going to be one of the most crowded foot traffic experiences that most people have ever been a part of. So don't take up the whole fucking sidewalk. People will shoulder check you if you're doing that and that's not, again, in our language, that is not to be rude. That is just... You're 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 ruining other people's day by standing in the middle of the sidewalk, parking and not your moving. big dumb face in the middle of the sidewalk, stopping. Yeah, that fucking kills me when somebody yeah. stops in the middle of the sidewalk and you're just like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah. Like you, if you're gonna stop, you have to go either to the building side or Definitely. step like next to a trash can, physical object or something, some kind of barrier. You can't just stop in the fucking sidewalk. Yeah, and it says this matters because it affects the basic rules of politeness within New York to a degree that you might not expect. And it says many people realize when they enter a small town that there are unwritten codes of conduct amongst people there that have been arrived at by years of social interaction with one another. Exactly. One of the things that an outsider has to do if they wish to be accepted is to learn and respect these rules. Exactly. The same thing with foreign countries. The concept of rudeness in a foreign country could be alien to you. Many travelers wonder why they have bad experiences abroad and the answer is often that they didn't learn the local rules for politeness. Exactly. And so they came off like total fucking jerks. Exactly. <laughs> fucking yeah, um, exactly. And exactly. New York has its own unwritten It's code the classic of like Texans in Paris, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's the classic like suburban fucking Texan family in in the Louvre. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Asking for like fucking bacon bits. You know, at like a yeah. like a French bistro. It's yeah. that same. It's the same goddamn thing. 
It's America brain. And it, and it just details like New York's subway. not America. It's America. If you come here with America brain, people are going to get fucking mad at you. That's so true. New York is New York. Yep. But um, so they, they use a subway, subway etiquette example. So That's they're saying right. like at peak hours, there can be 150 people walking on a given avenue block trying to get to work. There can be a thousand or more people on a subway train. There can be 50 people trying to get off a bus or a subway car. A hundred people may be trying to go down a staircase or escalator at any given time. And yet every day... I see tourists and just general social mal- malefactors. Yeah. Who stop in the middle of sidewalks, hold up entire subway trains yep. because they try to force the doors open, who block a stairwell, or who tried to get on a subway car before, before people anyone get else off. have got. Yes. Oh, it drives me nuts. Yes. It says this is a sense of entitlement that a pace that the pace of this city cannot abide. Yep. I assure you, you do not have an excuse for delaying 1,000 people who are trying to get to work. If you do, you'd be in a job where you'd have a car with sirens at the very least. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Your trip to the Museum of Natural History is not something that should interfere with the professional lives of 1,000 people. No, absolutely not. When you hold that subway car and people curse at you or you prevent them from getting off the train and they barrel right into you, there's a simple reason. It's your fault. Yep. Yep. (laughs) That's exactly. Exactly what I was yeah. saying. Exactly. If everyone around you is an asshole, you're the asshole. Yeah. Yep. And I and I actually just think that like New Yorkers are some of the most kind, most helpful uh, people. It's in just the world. like we said. We, I think we said this in the last episode too. There was that taxi that ran over a couple of people. Like driver lost control, and a taxi was like on top of a couple yeah. of women in the Upper East Side. And fucking 30 New Yorkers run up from out of nowhere and literally pick the taxi up and haul it off of these ladies. I mean, so the, that the and the amount of times I've them. seen something like that. Exactly. So many times. People come together and help one another in this city. Passionate defense of the culture of New York City. Yes. 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 I love it. I yes. love to see it. So um, now number two on 2022's list is still Los Angeles, California. Fuck Los Angeles. I agree. They're kind of rude. Um, number three is Washington D.C. Interesting. Oh, yeah, I don't really know. I don't. I guess I don't go there enough. Bunch I mean, I've been feds. there. But, um, number four, Chicago, Illinois. I fucking disagree wholeheartedly with that one. I don't know. The bleachers at a Cubs game can get pretty rowdy. That's one area in a really specific Wrigleyville. No, you Bears know what? Game, tailgate. That is again a code of conduct in a particular place yeah they are point. actually acting correct for being at a cubs game in the middle <laughs> of the day true. in the bleachers i have to i have to admit i love the fucking bleachers i do too i love God the bleacher bombs. we'll go we'll um, go this summer number five boston mass that's not surprising to no, me no, no, but no, again no. i think it's it's really more of a sense of humor they're checking to see if you can hang pretty much yeah yeah uh number six detroit michigan i don't really i mean i guess i haven't been there in a while but i don't know Number seven, Buffalo, New York. Okay, I've been to Buffalo. Everyone there's mad because <laughs> it mad. sucks there. Dude, I yeah, Albany, yeah. same thing. I've, last time yeah, I was in Albany, in everyone Albany. is such a fucking dick. And it must be because you hate your life because this place sucks. Yeah, pretty much. Damn, and we were there in February too. It was just gray and fucking freezing. It sucked. Dude. Yeah. Anyway. And then it's just more. It's like Baltimore, Maryland. Nine is Philly. That yeah. needs to be moved up. Oh, that needs that to jump way up. That should be number two. Number I, two or three, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then it's like San Francisco, Birmingham, Alabama. No context for that one. Birmingham. Atlanta, huh? Georgia. I mean. Yeah. I thought they were all about like decorum and politeness. That's what I thought. Yeah. Which I think is fake and hollow and stupid. Me but. too. Las Vegas, Nevada. Where would you even... You're not, I, 
that one's impossible to me because I guarantee you there's basing that off of being like on the strip and no one from Las Vegas is on the strip. So what do you, what do you mean by that? You Great know? question. I have they, no idea yeah. about the culture of Las Vegas. Um, then Dallas, Texas, which, you know, I, I could agree with. And then yeah. Miami is number 15. All right. There you go. There's your list. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said earlier, Miami has much less to defend itself with on the charge that they are rude than New York does. Because we just went through the New York thing, okay? Yeah, absolutely. But I found an article. It's entitled, Why Miami is the Rudest City in America. And it just basically agrees with the premise. And most articles I could find addressing this this issue uh-huh. were unlike the New York article I just read to you, right. just going, well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so They got nothing to say for themselves, do so they? So this one says, um, perhaps it's our love of staying on top of trends, or maybe we're a bit aloof. Whatever it is, Travel and Leisure's latest survey ranks Miami as the number one rudest city in the U.S. (laughs) We've left behind the likes of New York City, L.A., and Boston. In addition to rudeness, travelers also gave us a pretty high snob score. Okay, so we're rude, it says. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, apparently we're also better looking. Bam, better dressed. Boom, and cooler. Pow, than most. And the same travelers ranking Miami number one for most attractive people, number three for stylish, Five for hip and cool. So we topped the list stylish. for nightclubs. What do they think is stylish? Fucking like walking around in like silk shirts, unbuttoned down five buttons. Yeah, they Fucking do. huge like iced out Rolex watches. It's not stylish, you fucking asshole. I fucking love it down there. It's overstated. Um, it says, so perhaps people are just intimidated by sheer awesomeness. <laughs> yeah, right. Jokes aside, having spent most of my life in Miami. Although, I, I've never been there, so I'll I believe you, it when I see it. You haven't been. I honestly think that some of Miami's reputation for rudeness and poor service comes partially from cultural misunderstandings. There you go. When I first came to Miami, I didn't know a lick of Spanish. I'm fluent now. It says, I'm fluent now. Nice. And I found a lot of Spanish-speaking folks pretty rude. But now that I am fairly fluent and understand the various cultural nuances better, most of that feeling of rudeness has washed away. Totally. I just think people's personalities shine through best in their native language. That's exactly what we just said. (laughs) On a similar note, our city attracts people from all over the world who bring habits that may come across as rude or odd to Miami or U.S. natives. It's the small stuff, such as pointing with your nose. Totally. Pointing with your nose? You know, just going like, it's over there. Like, oh, yeah, head, yeah, 100%. Like, yeah, yeah. Little head. Not like using your hand to say, right this way, sir. Yeah, yeah. 100%, you know, which yeah. again, that's a New York thing too. Yeah. Um, dismissing things or ideas with the wave of a hand. Uh, using the word no, even when you ultimately agree and you are actually saying yes to that person is <laughs> something he cites here. As, um, and this is all Miami culture? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Um, and it says, or even worse, shaking your head side to side when you're expressing a yes. <laughs> that's, that's Miami That's culture. a tough one for me. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, that's too much mixed messaging. That's literally the in like it's the opposite of what you're saying. It's true, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to do it. I'm trying. It's really hard to. It's it's like rubbing your belly and and patting patting your your head. head. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. 
which I'm doing successfully right now. Me too. I've always been able it to It says, do these habits can really rub... Some natural genius. <laughs> ...rub folks the wrong way. But once you understand and accept those cultural nuances, the feeling of rudeness melts away. Now, we Miamians do have some flaws we need to own up to. Okay. Regardless of our origins, we have a tendency to cut you off in traffic and ignore you as we stand flaunting our Prada sunglasses. Well, not most of us, but you get the point. Miami is changing for the better. Us introspective Miamians know we need to do better, and we're collectively working on it. We are cultivating and importing, I don't know what that means, more needed brain power, improving our cultural and arts scene, bringing more down-to-earth bars with less velvet ropes, improving quality of service in general, and demonstrating more culinary creativity, especially in the newer parts of town like Wynwood, Brickell, Edgewood, Design District, etc. Interesting. It says, while we may not be the most down-to-earth city in the world, I think we're going in the right direction to soften things up. In the meantime, where else will you get as much eye candy as you thaw off the winters? I mean, I have to see it to believe it. We got to go to Miami and I, we need to do this field report. I know. I agree. Yeah. But isn't that funny how like all the New York articles are like, yeah, right, whatever. That's not true. And yeah. I, I'm telling you, most of the Miami articles were of that tone. They were like, well, th- we do have some issues. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I yeah. like that. Yeah. I like that. It's cool. Well, at least he's honest about it. You That's know what true. I mean? Velvet rope, yeah, bars with velvet ropes. That does not sound fun to me. It doesn't sound at who, all fun. Listen, who likes going to a club? Do, a lot of people. Going to a club and like getting bottle service and like sitting around fucking like what 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 is that? You can't talk. You can't hear one another. It's no fun. You're just sitting there fucking drinking and going uh huh and like shouting over the music. It it sucks. Clubs stink. Yeah. I think it's good for guys who can't carry a conversation, maybe. I think that's true. I mean, I think, yeah. And girls who really stupid, hot people. Yeah. Maybe that's might thrive in that environment. Yeah. So the girls who don't want to listen to guys say dumb shit about like their crypto or whatever. Yep. And guys who like have nothing to contribute except for their bank account. Yeah. Do you really think that's it? I do. I mean, it's such a sad state of affairs. I mean, maybe they really enjoy the music. But I don't. I, I don't like don't house either. music. You miss me with that. Anyway, so let's stick with this like diversity idea of okay. the cultural customs for a little while longer and really unwrap it. Because yeah. I think that is on. truly one of the most direct correlations or at least like relationships to why Miami can like feel or be like a hostile place. For right? sure. For sure. It's just a misunderstanding. So Miami is diverse as hell in regards to specifically Latin American and Pan American cultures. Apparently, 70% of Miamians are of Hispanic origin. 70%. That's a lot. That's, That's a, a high lot. number. It says uh, Miami is also considered the gateway to Central and South America. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a very international city compared to other places in Florida, Tampa, Jacksonville, whatever. Yeah, totally. Again, not America. Not America, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, and it, it, you know, while... of Hispanic origin is true. There's so many little differences between the Hispanic cultures that live there, right? So, like, Mm -hmm. you've got Cuba, we've got Panama, Dominican Republic. Like, there's a a Haitian population. Yeah, Um, yeah, I'm sure. There's, like, yeah, there's even a neighborhood, Little Haiti. Um, Colombia, people from Colombia, Venezuela, Mm -hmm. Brazil. Mm -hmm. Brazilians love Miami. Totally. Um, There's a big, like, Russian population. And then to, like, a lesser extent, I guess there's some Middle Eastern stuff going on. And then there's, like... 
DJ Khaled, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then there's people from, oh, I forgot to mention Puerto Ricans. So that's crazy. Um, and then more like, you know, South American countries that I haven't mentioned, but also for like sure, Spain, sure. France, Italy. Yeah. People from Europe also move to Miami all the time. Damn. Of many different like socioeconomic, you know, statuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in the last census that I could really find that made any sense to me uh, was the 2010 census. So this is old, um, but it did say that a majority of residents speak Spanish as their first language. So yeah, fucking The it. majority. Yeah. Um, it says that Portuguese is also pretty well represented um, and that less than 15% of homes name English as their first language. Less than, less than 15%. Less than 15%. Fucking Better learn some Spanish then before we go. I know. Jesus. You already know Spanish. I do. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it started with sort of like the migration. Well, it actually started with New York. It started with wealthy New York businessmen, you know, sending their families down to Miami Beach for the summers, weirdly. Right, right. Because the summers on Miami Beach were actually cooler and yeah, more then temperate. the swampy, fucked up hellhole that New York becomes during yeah. July and August. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So that's kind of how it started to develop up and, you know, build the big condos and build all the Art Deco stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then, you know, there was that huge wave of Cuban migration in the 1960s. Of and course. that changed Miami dramatically. And ironically, it's like, it's really the New York population, like the old New Yorkers and like right. specifically like, old Jewish residents and the old Cubans that have been here for a while now yeah. that represent the majority of Miami's like politically conservative population. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Funny. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and apparently the Chinese section of Miami is rapidly growing. We're seeing a lot oh, of like really? Chinese folks moving to Miami. So that's like another cultural element that's yeah. kind of added to the mix. 100%. Um, so it's a melting pot. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's a big, fat, multicultural metropolis. Yeah. yeah. And I was, you know, finding research and I heard a YouTuber call Miami a boiling pot. A boiling pot instead of a melting <laughs> pot? made me laugh so hard. <laughs> He's like, it's a boiling pot. It's a I'm boiling like, pot. It is? Oh my God. Oh, that's cute. Smart guy. Um, Smart fella. But what what's interesting is Miami has, so it's made up of a lot of, immigrants but it has its own culture and a lot of people because i i would trolled the reddits a lot of people who live in miami say that the most recent immigrants are actually the friendliest and the kindest and the longer that they've lived in miami the worse behaved they are (laughs) it has that effect on people huh yeah it really just shakes people to their core fascinating um but yeah you know that being said like I, I was hearing other people talk about being from Miami and then moving. Specifically, this one person was talking about moving to Montreal and how like oh, he yeah. realized that like really Miami isn't that diverse. Like if you if you want to like look at it like that, it's like they really most people are from South America. I guess that's what I'm saying. Right, so it's like right, right. sometimes white people use the word diversity as like to mean brown oh, right, right 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 instead of mean. like yeah. truly what diversity means like which is the... a real mix of different people right, that right. are all kind of represented he was like montreal has t- 200 plus ethnic groups yeah like, exactly in it. and it's people like a like trilingual Africa. city yeah yeah, exactly. yeah um trilingual that's right that's yeah. right so right 
Going back to the Spanish thing, though, and that being, like, the majority. So I guess, like, people will act pretty aggressive towards you if they realize you don't speak Spanish. Like they're mean to you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, totally. Which is funny because it's, like, you're acting like the majority now, you know? It's like yeah, now yeah, you're exactly. being the fucking bully going like, oh, fuck you, you know? Yeah, you're like in how, Miami, bitch. Speak Spanish. Like how people, I, I imagine that, uh-huh. you know, like people in Texas are like, well, you can stop speaking that Spanish here. This is America right, exactly, or whatever. Exactly, yeah. Sort of the inverse in Miami. Yeah, totally. Um, you I know, like English that. is essentially the second language there. It really is Spanish first and English second. Well, I'm and fascinated. We got to go check it out. Yeah, Latino yeah. culture, like, ultimately just dominates over the american culture there hell yeah and this is one of my favorite sayings that i learned about miami it says the best thing about miami it's so close to the united states (laughs) that's cute (laughs) i like that that's cute so now i want to talk about miami in the greater context of florida Uh which helps me understand why people from miami feel that they're from miami and not at all associated this is the thesis of the episode isn't it yeah yeah so there's you know, there's still a strong like Bible Belt element in the state of Florida, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the north part, Definitely. the Panhandle. Well, that's that old saying: the the further north you go, the more southern it gets. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, kind of, I'd say upwards of like Gainesville or upwards of like Ocala, mm-hmm. it gets a little harder to distinguish it from Georgia or You're Alabama in Florida cracker or territory. Mississippi. Yeah. 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 Totally. yeah. Um, so Miamians think anywhere north of West Palm Beach <laughs> right. is essentially just the south. <laughs> and like it, you know, this is like a little much. Miami. Yeah, that is a little fucking much. Yeah. This is like when you have conversations and say that like you talk about like your parents living in Sarasota and they go like they they talk about it like they your parents live in like Alabama. Truly, truly. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. yeah. yeah. They expect us to like live in a trailer and have like American <laughs> flags and shit, you know. Um, but I also found that, so to, to highlight this distinction mm-hmm. in the 1980s, there was apparently a popular bumper sticker that read, will the last American leaving Miami, please bring the flag. Okay. So it was like a cute little thing everyone had on their cars. Uh, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about that one. it's cheeky, but it just highlights. Are they, they're being racist, right? They're I like, think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're like. They can have Miami. Oh, right. We'll there you have go. the yeah. rest. Yeah, right. I yeah. get it. I get it. Um, they just need to not be flying the American flag down there kind of a thing, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd say that like, you know, Miami is honestly more of a, another country than it is another city. No, yeah. City. That's the like, idea that we've been exploring this whole episode. It's like yeah. New York isn't really America. Yeah. Like you go to, you know, drive into Ohio and you get your American town with the strip mall and yeah. the gas station and, you know, the car place where they sell used cars, you know, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Um, that's, that's America. You come to New York, it's something completely different. It is, yeah. it, it's a culture unto itself that is, it doesn't fit in with homogenous America. Same thing with Miami. Yeah. They're saying Miami is like a blend of New York City, the Caribbean, South America, Europe, and a dash of the South. I mean, it sounds cool. It, it, it's not. It's not? Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's okay. Well, you, gotta br- I, you have to bring me there and show me. That's the whole point. <laughs> so here's another quote that I got from Reddit. It yeah. says, Miami is arguably the least American city in the U.S. It's more similar to Buenos Aires or pre-Maduro Caracas. Interesting. Um. 
than Atlanta or New York. The culture can be very insular, flash slash no substance, and rude in the less educated social groups. All right. Uh, in parentheses, which are the largest. So that shows Whoa, itself who's often. who's writing this? I don't know. Someone <laughs> who lives in Miami. So that shows itself often in the service industry unless you're paying high dollar. Interesting. Um, but I, I think it's interesting that they compared it to like Buenos Aires. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. How do you say it? Buenos Aires. Aires. Um, and it, and so then there's another description from uh, someone who lives in Miami on Reddit. It says, yeah. today is just a tropical NYC, Latin American financial center, over asphalted infrastructure and high rises nobody actually asked for, built by corruption and greed. NYC 50 years ago, they just moved down here and did it all over again. Okay. Interesting. Very, yeah. very interesting. So now that sounded like a disgruntled resident. Didn't it, it did. It sounded like somebody who used to live there before the high rises and is not happy about them. Yeah, most of the residences that I've been reading from, mm -hmm. they're disgruntled. They're disgruntled most, down in Miami. It seems like most why they're people so fucking who rude all the time. Are huh? disgruntled. Yeah, Interesting. unhappy with it. And so we're gonna talk about kind of why they might be unhappy. Cool. What is it like to live in Miami? What's awesome about it? What's horrible about it? Why might they be such in such a bad fucking mood all the time? Let's get into you know? it. So traffic. Traffic stinks. It stinks. That is one thing that I, I will live and die by. Fucking living in New York City, people think like it would be a chore to have to take the train everywhere or take the bus everywhere. Guess what, bitch? It rules. I don't have to think about anything. I don't I don't have to find parking. I don't have to worry about tickets. I don't have to fucking sit in traffic. I get I don't have to fucking drive. That's somebody else's responsibility. I get to sit there fucking read my book, read my book yes. listen to a podcast, fucking not have to worry about anything. Zone out. Being fall stuck People in fall traffic all the time on the train. Makes me irate. That's why I fucking can't stand Los Angeles. Literally every time we go there, I go, I'm going to try. I'm really going to try this time. Keep my mind open. And within 15 minutes, I'm going like, I fucking hate this city. I hate it so much. I'm so irritated. God damn it. I fucking hate it here. And it's because of the traffic. Yeah. I would say that's number one. Yeah. And apparently Miami, like LA, is pretty big geographically. Yeah. So it Real takes a spread. long time to get anywhere. And you mm -hmm. have to have a car. And you have to have... Probably, like in Los Angeles, you have to have a like a nice car. Like have the nicer to. your car is, the more important you are. Yep. Like, you, it's you, a big like social like. It provides you a lot of social capital. Yeah, and like we were talking about, like with the flashy culture and everything, mm -hmm. like Maybach, Lamborghinis, yeah. fucking Ferraris, all that shit. Yeah, yeah, and it, you know Miami lacks any sort of like comprehensive public transit, like at all. Yeah, and apparently rush hour lasts like three hours. Like it's not an hour. It's not a rush hour. It's like a three hour window where you will literally be bumper to bumper. So like, dude, you know if you decide you want to go out to a restaurant oh and you leave God. at six, like you probably gonna get there at eight and i like, would fucking wish melon ball already. my eyes out i yeah. can't stand having to depend on fucking parking spaces and gas bills and fucking where did i put the keys and oh my god why is this guy going so slow and why the fuck is that guy going so fast it drives me nuts yeah so that's why everyone's pissed off plus yeah. you we're just getting into it the drivers suck they stink suck. down there they oh my stink. god it says, like, I guess just, okay, it's like 
fear of traffic, right? So everyone's speeding constantly, yeah, right. just furiously. Ironically, that creates traffic. I don't know anything about it, but that sounds right it to does, me. It does, trust me. Um, And like, you know, it's full of like luxury Mercedes dude making like crypto deals on his phone or whatever. Yeah. Like speeding like a bat out of hell on I-95 and like weaving in and out because he's the most important fucking guy in the world, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. everyone or a lot of people act like that. So then yeah. everyone's the most important person in the yes. world. So everyone's weaving in and out, fucking racing each other, trying to get off the exit the last minute and My all that stuff. God, yeah. So apparently a lot of traffic deaths, a lot of like texting on the road too, like is really, really big in Miami. Well, yeah, because it's boring. You're stuck in your fucking car and yeah. you've got nothing to do and you're going to be there for three hours because everything's far away from everything else and yeah. you have to drive. Yeah, that and like, you know, I mean, I understand why social media is so prevalent in Miami because yeah. like it's beautiful actually. It yeah. really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of like models and influencers mm -hmm. and like entrepreneur guys who like move there with social media kind of in mind. So mm -hmm. it, that also I think lends itself to just more deaths by texting yeah. than maybe another city would, you yeah, know, 100%. maybe like houston has no infrastructure and maybe has bad drivers but like they don't have as much pictures they, they, yeah they aren't yeah. like doing a twerking video like <laughs> in the middle of traffic uh -huh. um so yeah and you throw old people into it and mm -hmm. then you throw people literally from latin america like yesterday i mean different have you ever rules. different driving rules 100 it's yes. it's it's nuts if you're from america and you go down there you're like this is the wild fucking west dude this is treacherous like mm -hmm. I mean, it's lawless. Like, it's like Italy. It's like yeah. India. Like, you 100%. know, the yeah. Dominican Republic. I was sitting in the back of a fucking pickup truck in the DR, and I was like, "I'm from Florida." Like, I'm like, "This is this is fine." I've been in the back of a pickup truck. Oh, yeah. oh no, you don't want to be in the back of a pickup truck, loose as a goose, yeah. while a fucking guy from the Dominican is driving yes, on the fucking exactly. highway. Okay. No, dude, not at all. Death truck. Not at all. Oh my god. So anyway, yeah. yeah, you add that into it, and they're driving like how they would drive in their country. Yeah. And it's, but it's not their country, so it like no. seems insane. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Plus a general s sense of like self-centeredness in the town that yeah. I've learned upon right. research, guys. Fascinating. Um, it's expensive. That's another reason why everyone's fucking pissed off, okay? So cost of living. Miami is not San Francisco. It's not New York, but it's pretty fucking close. Yeah. And actually more in some cases, but especially when compared to the wages in Florida. Yeah, that's right. So that's the wages right. in Florida are by and large low, but the real estate prices and prices of, of things like food huge. and stuff is uh -huh. really high. Fucking A. So it's yeah, like even true. worse, uh, rich get richer and poor get poorer than even like New York. Well, I was going to say the rest of the state of Florida is dealing with that like a major housing crisis at yeah. the moment. So you're just saying it's amped up even further in Miami. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And there's not a lot of like... <sighs> infrastructure there's not a lot of like industrial job like there's no there's not a lot of like trades there's not a lot of yeah, like what can you do down there what does it make what does florida make not a lot of things Fucking orange juice yeah yeah um so yeah that apparently it costs 15 dollars to park at uh publix too by the way 15 dollars to park at Just the grocery park. store yeah see this is what i'm talking about it's insane that is a pain in my goddamn ass yeah Next thing that everyone's pissed off about is New York money. Okay, can't blame New Yorkers for everything, but 
They'll try. Oh, so, so like rich people from New York come down there and just fucking like that. Who was that King Mansa Musa who was so rich that he like what he would he did a tour of Africa and every fucking town that he would go to he destroyed the economy oh because God. he was too rich. Oh my God! He'd flood it with gold coins and then money would be useless for like like years afterwards. Oh my God! Yeah, Mansa Musa. Wow, what yeah. a guy! But that's the the same problem. This the New Yorkers coming down. With their expensive tastes and their shit tons of money, making everything more expensive for the regular people who yes. live there. Yeah, yes. 100%. Um, so it ends up being a city that's like catered towards like billionaires and tourists, Fucking frankly. Fucking um, and then also like they're making a New York salary, right? Because of yes. the work from home thing. Yeah. So it's not like they take a pay cut because Miami jobs pay you fucking shit dick. You know, they keep their New York job, their San Francisco job, whatever, but they just live in Miami and their money goes a lot further, but then they like inflate the market in this weird artificial way. It just makes everything terrible. Dude, that's so funny. That's exactly what's happening in New York now, but it's like people from like, like the fucking, those dipshits from Denver who have like six figure work from home jobs who are, who literally came in and swooped our apartment out from under us. (laughs) It's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. But yes, 100%. One thing you guys do have that's really cool, though, is your Art Deco buildings are so beautiful. I do love Art Deco. And they've been really well preserved. They're like, uh, Miami Beach has like the largest collection of buildings on the National Historic Registry in the nation. No way, really? Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I think so, too. That's very cool. Um, so, yeah, and, like, we we say New York and San Francisco money, and that's just, like, a catch-all term, but, like... Now, even think about wealthy Russian oligarchs, fucking mm-hmm. uh, insane Milanese Italian money, South American money, Brazilian fucking money. Saudi and, Arabian money. Exactly. And like, you know, a lot of the times they're going to buy a place in Miami for above market value because they just can or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, it inflates and it gentrifies in this weird classist way mm-hmm. where like the locals are push further and further out to the suburbs and like these like wealthy elites from all over the world have like no real intention of staying in Miami. Like it's not their no, home. No, 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 no. Like their home is somewhere else. You yeah, know? absolutely. It's, a, it's a way to um, fucking Dubai or whatever. Take their assets and make them, I can't remember if it, it's liquid or illiquid. I can't yeah, remember. I but remember. yeah, they, basically they're just throwing their money into real estate. Yeah. It's an investment. It's the same property. reason they they buy like modern art, you know, mm-hmm. and artificially inflate the value of modern art. Like they they just throw their money into it so that they can take those assets and instead of them being taxable, yeah, they um they put them basically stash them in objects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I they don't have to pay taxes on it if it's like an inside yeah. of an object, right? Too? That's what. Yes, exactly. Well, it's like, not, yeah, because it's not like sitting in their bank account. It's right. just a valuable thing that they, it's their net worth. Yeah. 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 So apparently like, and you know, the, the people that this is their fourth house or whatever, it's like, they don't, they don't have any interest in like, yeah, growing roots there or like getting to know anyone or like having community there. So like, right. it can have this transient effect where they're not going to say hi to you on the street or whatever because like they don't they don't want to be a part of the community right, it's right. like they're on a permanent vacation do you know i've noticed a similar thing in new york like the richer the neighborhood and the um the building literally mm-hmm. just the building i'm okay. talking about like the the culture of the building mm-hmm. like we used to live in a much not as rich neighborhood mm-hmm. in a much not as rich uh building 
And everyone was, the neighbors, like we knew our neighbors. We would talk to our neighbors, like have conversations with them. We were like neighbors in the building next to us, neighbors in our own building. We Like we just knew people. We knew people. In this new building that we're in, um, fucking nobody, which is a much nicer building um, that has like fucking laundry in it and amenities that we want. We have a dishwasher now, which rocks. But it's like nobody fucking says hi to one another. They're all, it's like, there's this weird sort of HR almost corporateness to the culture in this building. And like you see, except for our neighbor Antonio, who's a homie. And total homie. Listen to his episode. It's called Inside Mouse Ball. We interviewed him because yes. he did the college program at Walt Disney World in yes. Orlando. Yes, yes. No, Antonio is the man. Yeah, and his, awesome. his roommates seem cool too. But like I'm talking about like, and so, okay, so. 4R gets a pass <laughs> or 4B gets a pass. But like, you know, I see our neighbors on the stairs sometimes. Yeah, and, and they act like, like embarrassed to run into you. Yeah, like, they're like, like, it's like, weird, they're like, like a weird coldness. Almost. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck? But I, I notice that. I imagine it gets more and more and more stratified the uh, yeah. further up you get. And then, so apparently there's this rich area called Brickle, and they'll get really mad if you call it like Brickell or something else. Brickle. Brickle. Okay. Um, but people are like, it's a New York City ripoff, like with like fake pedestrian level activity. Like what? they tried to make it like a little bit walkable, but like basically it's just like this generic like big city downtown in the fucking south trying to emulate like the big city feel of like the northeast basically. Okay. And just like failing. So it like doesn't fit and it's weird. Fascinating. That's weird. Yeah, and it just I think it just has a lot of like chain stores and you know, stuff like that. Yeah, totally. Um, Miami is really tall. This one surprised me. So it's tall. Yeah. It's the third tallest city in the United States behind New York and Chicago. Really? Yes. That, that is so wild. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. Yeah. So it's okay. like, you know, it feels more cosmopolitan and uh-huh. stuff. Um, yeah. It says that there's a neighborhood called Ball Harbor, Ball Harbor, Ball Harbor. Okay. That, um, that it's like extremely high end and like has the same sort of like Fifth Avenue, Michigan Avenue, Rodeo Drive like fucking feel. Okay. And as um, it's the number twenty four largest skyline in the world. Wow. And third in the U.S. Color me fucking surprised. Yeah. I would have never guessed that. Nathan. Yes. Can you guess? Speaking of guessing, what what TV shows have been set in Miami? Um. Okay. So there's it's Miami Vice. Yep. There was CSI Miami. Yes. Uh, fucking wasn't Knight Rider in Miami, or am I totally wrong about that? I don't even know what that is. Okay, it's not on skip the list. that one. Okay, I'm wrong. Um, fucking I don't know. Was there a Scarface TV show? I don't know. <laughs> Dexter. Oh yeah, Dexter was Miami, huh? Nip Tuck. Nip Tuck. For yeah, sure. makes sense. For sure. Golden Girls, kind of. I mean, right, it was like Miami, okay. sort of. Right, um, right. a show called Burn Notice. Oh yeah, Burn Notice. Yeah, That's right. that one's popular. Ballers with Ballers. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. 100%, yes. There's a TV show called Magic City. I guess that used to be Miami's nickname, like the Big Apple or the Big Easy, like Magic City, Music City, Magic All City. All right, calm I down. Calm down, um, Miami. Beauty and the Baker. It, it seems like a sort of like a baker lady like falls in love with the Prince Charming thing. It seems very like CW, but anyway, that's set in Miami. Yeah. There's something called Startup. There's something on the Disney Channel called Diary of a Future President. Okay. Cartel okay. Crew, King of Miami, Grand Hotel, and a season of the Jersey Shore. 
<laughs> they would. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so it's a cool. cultural it's like, capital as well. How about that? In a way, yes. Um, so now let's talk about the Miami is fake argument. Ah, okay. I mean, what does that mean? Well, what's the classic saying? This the city's super gorgeous, but it's a sunny place filled with shady people. I like that. I've always liked that phrase. Sunny place with shady people. So good. Yes. So basically, a lot of people accuse Miami, even people who were born and raised there, of being all flash, no substance. That Miami's fake. And I've gathered that to mean like it has fake people, like people who are broke but pretending to be rich. Okay, or like for sure, yeah. Hot girls pretending to like you to get on your yacht or mm-hmm, to get champagne mm-hmm. bottle service at the club, which totally. I found out is called a bottle rat. A what? A bottle rat? Bottle rat. Mm-hmm. <gasps> bottle. Okay. Bottle service sucks. I don't get the appeal. I really don't. I don't get it either. Someone you get this one, to me. one bottle for you pay $500 to get a bottle with like sparklers on it of some shitty liquor. Like what what do we do? What are we doing here? Stupid. So bottle or, rats. Yeah. Bottle okay, rats. beware bottle rats. Mhm. Or like, you know, pretend to be like nice to get like a business connection out of right, you right, or right, right. pretend to have a business to scam you. Yada, yada. Pretend to be plastic surgeons. Yeah, totally. Got a lot of fake board certified plastic surgeons out there giving people BBLs. Little Malachi Love Robinsons out there. Yeah, except for, you know what? He didn't operate on anyone, okay? (laughs) He just wanted to examine your pussy. Yes, he did. I don't know what's so wrong with that. Absolutely nothing. A lot of things. but um, Absolutely (laughs) nothing. I don't think he's as much as a villain, as much of a villain as unboard certified like a podiatrist that decides that it's just gonna do he's just gonna do plastic surgery on you and gives you a fucking fat transfer infection that ruins your life he's the real villain oh my god makes four million a year though he does and that's why he's not a podiatrist anymore exactly moved to miami doing the beats opened up a bbl (laughs) um so i have a quote here too Mm -hmm. it says um New York City is the most important city where people from everywhere go to make it. Yep. Miami is just flash ridiculous things that most people can't afford, pretend uh-huh. to be a rapper or whatever <laughs> to get girls and call it a day. Nice. Nice. I will say, yeah, there's a lot of rappers down there, aren't mm-hmm, there? A mm-hmm. lot of fucking guys with SoundCloud accounts and face tattoos down there, aren't yeah, there? There are. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've Yeah, I, and you know... So the fakeness, like, mm-hmm. it, it goes in two lanes, right? So I it's, think of, like, uh, when you say fakeness, it makes me think of, like, L.A. Like, L.A. people are all, like, fake, you know. I, I just think of I think of that, like, fake, like, like positivity. Fake chill, like, fake, positivity. fake chill, mm. fake, like, wellness stuff. When I but hear, Miami's fake in a different way. Yeah, when I hear fake, I think of, like, the old South. I think of, like, well, darling, aren't you sweet? Oh, bless your heart. Yeah, all yeah. that kind of thing. Meaning, like, go fuck Dude, off, you can't know? stand it. So they're, like, nice, and they're like, well, uh, it's so great to see you back in town. You know, yeah. that kind of yeah, thing, yeah, but yeah. they hate you. Yeah. That's what I think of. But, yeah, no, Miami is fake in a distinct way. Yeah. In a, like, scammy way. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally <laughs> trying to fake you out. Yeah. To get something from you. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Um, And I've also, like, heard it. 
oh, oh, the other lane of fake. That's mm-hmm. what I was saying. Yeah, it was is that? like physically fake. Like, oh yeah, like because, everyone has plastic surgery done. Yeah, it's so ubiquitous. Hair plugs, BBLs, yeah, fucking steroids, even veneers, that. You know, yeah, yeah steroids. Veneers, yeah, totally, totally. Synthol, fake boobies, uh-huh, fake uh-huh. tans, fake hair color, whatever. Fucking extensions. Bitch, you fake. Yeah, all yep. that. Um, but that's the norm. So it makes sense that the the, the personalities also become fake, Yeah, right? to match. Everything's Absolutely. faking. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. And I, someone else on Reddit said, I've heard a lot of people say Miami is the capital of me culture. Ah, people yeah. are very in your face about flaunting bling and overall don't appreciate civility or manner, manners, nor yeah. do they seem to reciprocate when someone is nice. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah. Yep. It's like the whole town has main character syndrome. Right. Way. That's right. Um, can I say something? Yeah. I fucking hate bling. I hate stuff that's flashy. You hate ice? You hate this drip? I hate drip. Yeah, (laughs) I absolutely hate drip. You have a much more classic Americana style. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, I have my own style that I've spent a lot of time thinking about and putting together, but like, fucking, I just have, over my entire life, I have never understood and I've never liked shit that's fancy just to be fancy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. Fucking, like, it, it makes no sense to me and it, it hurts my head. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I do, I do. Like, fucking, or like, Grey Goose, vo- like, bottle service. We were just talking yeah. about that. That shit is just flashy and fancy and blingy just to be flashy, fancy, yeah, and Yeah, I'm sure Grey Goose is the same as fucking it's whatever else. Vodka. It's vodka. It's not fucking fancy, yeah. dude. It's yeah. vodka. Or like Hennessy. Yeah. Just like any, yeah. Hennessy, same shit. It's just bottom shelf cognac. It's not even good. It's yeah. not even good. It, they just upcharge because you, your fucking stupid ass likes it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I I just, I've gathered in my research that like basically everyone in Miami has this fucking main character, main character complex. Syndrome, huh? And it's like, from the guy who like picks you up in his Uber that's like trying to sell you crypto <laughs> oh or God. like the de- he's mm-hmm. like delivering your salad to your building but he's like he's like TikToking the whole thing yeah, and right, like right, whatever right. Oh my to God. like you know uh, an iced out like blonde like Russian like escort that like oh yeah you know is like sure. blocking uh-huh. the valet lane because she has to get like an instagram picture yeah next or the to fucking, like the like, bent like whatever nft guy who like cuts you off so he can get his exit right before you like yeah. nearly causes a car crash like that yeah. kind of shit god yeah. damn yeah absolutely so a lot of that and i think that that that, that fits really neatly in with nightclub culture yeah for sure yeah i mean for like sure. I still don't know what you like about it. You're uh, there please to, explain it, but to be seen, I suppose. I think, I yeah, mean, in a nice outfit. You can or... get pussy in so many places. You can get fucked in so many different search situations. You know what I mean? Yeah. You do not have to be at a club to have sex with a hot girl or guy or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Miami is also more famous for like 24-hour nightclubs. I mean, I don't even know if there's one in New York like that. I don't. Not even. I, I, don't I think even, Studio Fifty Four used to be like that. I mean, but yeah, like, but yeah. so they take it. They take club culture to like this Seriously. whole other level, man. Absolutely, dude. Cocaine, the uppers, the party drugs, uh-huh, the fucking. Uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, I understand dancing is fun. I understand dancing is fun. Yeah, dancing is like, fun. That house music, though. I don't know. That electro stuff just fucking gets on my nerves. I'm sorry. You don't like it. No, do I you sound like some a... early two thousands rap? Yeah. Yeah, you like some Nelly? Fuck some yeah. Fucking Usher. Yeah. yeah. But I like I like Usher's free, not rap. I like 
new rap too. I just don't like house music. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't think I like new rap that much. Um, but anyway, clubbing's very cool in Miami. Um, yeah. So I also read a lot about like incompetence, and I don't mean this to be incompetence. Like, okay, guys, this is coming from people who live in Miami, yeah, and I'm just quoting them, okay. But I saw this theme reoccur, okay. Someone says, services, basic maintenance, restaurant service, etc. It just feels like no one gives a fuck or isn't good at their trade. Things should that should not be complicated to figure out or shouldn't take four visits to fix my washing machine because you forgot a tool in Orlando. Car dealership mechanics automatically try to rip you off. It's frankly tiresome to just deal with. State and local government, the governor's an ass clown. I would never, ever want to raise a family. Local <laughs> government is corrupt as fuck, especially Jeez. Mr. Crypto Mayor. Wow. I didn't know the mayor was into crypto. That's for another episode. Mr. I have to crypto figure that out. Mayor. God damn. Yeah. yeah, we got to do a deep dive on that guy. Yeah. And someone else was like, the service is unbelievably bad and it's astounding that it's just okay. It wasn't until I moved out of Florida that I realized just how bad it was. I couldn't believe it when my pharmacist answered the phone on the first try or when my dentist's office called me back wow. or when someone at the grocery store knew where something was shit yeah wow i guess that's that's what that is that's just Pe- the norm down people there, huh? say hi when you walk into a store you can have an intelligent conversation with a cashier right i don't know why this behavior is okay in miami and if anyone has any insight i would love to hear fascinating i have to see this firsthand i yeah. really need to yeah, someone else was like, I moved away from Miami and was very uncomfortable with how friendly people were. Like, they would actually talk to you in line at the grocery store every time. It's so sad how much I've gotten used to the cold Miami attitude. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. If people, even even cashiers in New York City will like... Yeah, they'll talk to you. You, you can get them to open up. Mm-hmm. You can. I mean, you, you shouldn't try. That's not yeah. the point of what you're doing. Yeah. And back to our thing on directness, like... But you know, absolutely. They'll if if something happens and you like laugh about it, then you can get a conversation going. Yeah. they're not fucking they're not fucking rude just to be rude. But no. generally, they're just shut off because they're doing their task and because you're there for them to put groceries in the bag and then scan your card and then leave. Yeah, I mean, it's not we're not there to chit chat. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, but in Miami, it's altogether different. It's just like they. I guess they, can't they hate talk. you. I think I, it's like the fucking Chipotle that I went to. Yeah. That's... Where everybody was just like a barnyard animal, and it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that Chipotle stepping into that Chipotle on Flatbush Avenue must be like going to Miami for for twenty minutes. Yeah, so yeah. I guess like in conclusion, like it's a paradise if you're a silk shirt wearing multi millionaire and it's your third house and you're laundering money from South America. Or you're like an NFT bro that struck it rich before I guess everything crashed. But if or or you're like a um, an influencer girl who's very beautiful and has a lot of plastic surgery and has like a fo- following. I don't know. I get. <laughs> I think if you're not any of those three people, then for regular people, Miami, I guess it kind of sucks. Regular people who weren't like born there and like grew up there like yeah. regular people who are just considering moving to miami yeah and like you're just gonna feel broke and yeah alone I or guess. you'll turn into one of those three guys that you just described yeah. yeah yeah apparently there's like prostitution is a really really big thing in miami too prostitution like, specifically like high-end escorts yeah it's like 100%. it's an insane that. part of the economy like it's everywhere <laughs> i've That's also funny. heard people say like that 
it seems like it's either very pretentious or like super hood. Like really, and it changes real fast. And it's like they're like, I just want to be regular. Can I just be regular? That <laughs> like, is funny. Yeah. You know, I have I do notice that when hood people get lots of money, they become pretentious real quick. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I think that the there there's a big overlap between hood and pretentious. Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think yeah. that that works. Yeah, and I, I guess like you know the crime is it is it bad? Guys, tell me. I I read a lot like, oh, I've been mugged like three four times. Like I've been carjacked three, twice. Three four times. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I, I don't know. Well, I don't. I even start know victim what blaming at that point. <laughs> three or four times. Come on, I've lived in Chicago, New York, <laughs> fucking for goddamn near twenty years now put together and i have never been mugged one time knocking on wood yeah but why the fuck have you been mugged four times that's true i victim blame them too yeah so i guess this so this this native miami and also was like oh responding to all these people who've had really bad experiences and being like you probably stand out as a foreigner aka non-miamian basically yeah. Yeah. and that makes you an easy target for rudeness and it is probably because they resent you since you're not from here they assume that you have a better quality of life wherever the fuck else. Damn. You know? Jesus, way to tell on yourself. I know. Fuck. It says, here are some tips to blend in when in Miami. Number one, don't say any sort of greeting when you pass someone on the street. D- yeah, yeah. I okay. agree. When you're in a big city, just don't do that. Yeah, just Unless you yourself. know them or they're your neighbor. Sure. You know, it's, it's rude. You're interfering. Mm-hmm. Number two, don't say please or thank you. When the cashier at public Ever? says thank you, just ignore it. She doesn't mean it. It's just a part of the routine she's trained to do. What the fuck, dude? I don't know. This is from a Miamian. Jesus. Number three, don't make prolonged eye contact with anyone. Some people will say not to make eye contact, but I don't mind making short eye contact for up to two seconds. That puts me about three standard deviations above the mean on the friendliness scale for South Florida, by the way. Wow. Number four, frown a lot. If people think frown you're a lot. if people think you're <laughs> nice. already miserable, they won't think it's their duty to make you feel that way. It says, anyway, I've gotten used to the rudeness since I was born here. I hardly notice it anymore. My wife, on the other hand, who just moved here in two thousand five, thinks we're all savages. <laughs> that's because you are. Yeah. Wow. Guys. So that's that's what I have to say Shit, about Miami. Well, I mean That was a pretty comprehensive teardown of the I know, really did get to be sort of a drag down, kick out, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Got to be sort of a brawl. I didn't I didn't mean to pummel the city. Well, here's the thing. We need to go and see it firsthand and do a goddamn report from the city itself. And yeah. we'll see if there aren't some things that are nice about Miami that we could come back and yeah. say. Well, let's know. do that. Let's do it. Let's I would go love and to. We'll, we'll say what's awesome about it next time. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening yes. to the Florida Woman Podcast. Um, we're your hosts. We didn't say that, but I'm Kelsey Ann Wacker. And I'm Nate Simpson. And uh, we we cherish you. We adore you. Um, give us a subscribe yes, or do. a rating or a review. Um, we love the reviews. They're so fun to read, especially if they're good, just saying. Um, and you can also support us making more content like this by joining our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Florida Woman Pod. That's right. Um, you can also find us on Instagram. Join the dialectic. Join the conversation. <laughs> Plenty of people are doing it. And it's really fun. So we're at floridawoman.pod. Hell yes. And like I've been saying on recent episodes, our numbers are really growing. And we'd like to say thank you so damn thank much you. for listening. Thank you. We love doing this shit. We hope you love it too. And... Fuck yeah, you're all you're all beautiful 
fucked up little freaky gator bitches. And we love you. We miss you. I'll miss you until the next time we talk, which will be next Friday. I'm going to miss you. Bye.